Today, we're talking about Trump's legal woes, more from Moscow, bank business, and other top news for Monday, March 20th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the verse of the week. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Former President Trump says he expects to be arrested tomorrow. Saturday morning in a Truth Social post, Trump said an illegal leak from the Manhattan District Attorney's Office indicated he'll be arrested soon. He encouraged his supporters to protest, take our nation back, should that happen. The arrest, which prosecutors haven't commented on, would be in connection with the Manhattan District Attorney's probe into two hush money payments from 2016, when two women, including adult actress Stormy Daniels, accused Trump of extramarital affairs, which he denies. A Trump spokesperson clarified that the former president posted with no knowledge of the timing of any arrest, but was rightfully highlighting his innocence and the weaponization of our injustice system. If an arrest warrant is issued, Trump's lawyer has said he will surrender and face the charges. Being peaceable, gentle, and open to reason in the face of culturally hot topics like the potential arrest of a former president is a sign of God's wisdom in us. James chapter 3, verse 17 says, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace-loving, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering, without pretense. The International Criminal Court has issued an arrest warrant for Russian President Vladimir Putin. Putin and his Commissioner for Children's Rights, Maria Lvova-Belova, are accused of forcibly deporting Ukrainian children to undergo Russian re-education. Moscow says the allegations are absurd. Meanwhile, Putin visited the Russian-occupied Ukrainian port city of Mariupol, the first time he's visited contested territory since the war began, and is expected to meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping in Moscow today. Though officially a neutral party, China has sent economic aid to Russia and U.S. officials believe they may also be preparing to send military equipment. Finally, Russia's considering a bill to incrementally shift the age threshold for military drafts from 18 to 27 to 21 to 30. The bill would free up room for more would-be soldiers since men are exempt while at university. Pray for those in both Russia and Ukraine who are facing heartbreaking situations they did not cause and do not want. Colossians chapter 3 verse 12 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion. The banking industry is still trying to regain its balance. Swiss banking giant UBS has offered to buy out its embattled rival Credit Suisse for 27 cents a share. It would be a hefty discount. Credit Suisse stock closed Friday at $2 a share and traded at $8 a share last March. Credit Suisse reportedly balked at the 86% price cut but is also desperate. Its alternative appears to be partial nationalization of the bank. Meanwhile, in the U.S., shares of the First Republic Bank cratered another 33% on Friday, even after a group of 11 large banks pledged to deposit $30 billion to instill confidence in the regional banking system. Seeking security, a coalition of mid-sized U.S. banks have asked the FDIC to insure all deposits, even those above the typical $250,000 cap, for the next two years. Christians, we can live without fear, not because nothing bad can happen to us, but because regardless of what happens on earth, our eternity is secure. This should not cause us to be indifferent to the world's problems, but bold in our response. Even as economic fears rise, remain deeply generous. 
Luke chapter 6, verse 30 says, Give to everyone who asks you, and from someone who takes your things, don't ask for them back. This episode is sponsored by Tuvu. Social media platforms are amazing. The problem is, they're amazing at things that aren't necessarily good for us. Tuvu is trying to do it right. Tuvu is wholesome social media for the whole family. Tuvu does not collect, or sell, or rent members' personal data. Posts are chronological, not curated to reinforce biases and fear. And there are zero ads, 42% of content on other platforms. Tuvu costs $2.99 a month, but TPO listeners get one year free. Check out the link in the show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Those pesky 1 in 9.2 quintillion odds strike again. No perfect brackets remain in the men's or women's tournaments after the first weekend of March Madness saw major upsets. 15-seed Princeton continued its Cinderella run to the Sweet 16, while Fairleigh Dickinson just became the second 16-seed to topple a 1-seed after defeating Purdue. Sweet 16 games begin Thursday. 20 years ago today, the U.S. invaded Iraq. The ensuing war toppled Saddam Hussein's government, though evidence of the weapons of mass destruction used to justify the invasion was never found. A bill repealing Iraq war authorizations is expected to pass the Senate with broad bipartisan support later this week. A magnitude 6.8 earthquake struck southern Ecuador and northern Peru on Saturday, killing at least 16 people and injuring another 400. Debris and fallen power lines litter the streets of multiple cities including Guayaquil, Ecuador's second-largest city, which is home to around 3 million people. This was Ecuador's strongest quake since 2016, when nearly 700 people died. The House Oversight Committee announced that three of President Biden's relatives and an unnamed fourth Biden received a combined $1.3 million believed to be from a Chinese energy company between 2015 and 2017. Rob Walker, Hunter Biden's business associate, has been called to testify on his role in the transactions. The White House says the investigation is politically motivated and denies the president's involvement. A new study of genetic material suggests COVID may have originated from an infected raccoon dog, which is more closely related to a fox than either a dog or raccoon, in a Wuhan market. The report, which has not yet been peer-reviewed, has rekindled the animal versus lab debate and has deeply diminished our trust in zoologists' ability to name animals. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Wednesday.